welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I'm just happy to be here, dude. I'm happy to be breathing. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. And uh, whether you're watching this for the right reasons or vindictive reasons, either way, I appreciate you. Um, And if you and I in any sort of aspect of life have ever had beef, I want to let you know I forgive you and all is good. And I hope you're thriving and I wish you the best. And that goes to literally everybody that goes out to the guy that kicked my ass when I was in fourth grade. That goes to all my like ex-girlfriends. I hope you're all happy. Do your thing. Young queens, go slay. Um, all you people that send me hate messages and stuff like that, it's cool. Uh, I feel bad that you have to resort to that, that talking very terrible to a stranger, just trying to come up in the world makes you feel better about yourself. And... Um, yeah, dude. Thank you, everybody. Literally, from the depth of my deep, dark German heart, uh, I'm just happy to be living and breathing, going another day, doing my damn thing, even though uh, we all got problems. I got problems. You got problems. Everybody's going to have problems. Every little baby coming into this world is going to have a world full of problems at some point. But you know what? We just got to stop sometimes and just smell the fucking roses. Um, because I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get a midlife crisis where I'm 32 and I think about, okay, if I'm lucky, maybe, you know, hitting 80, you're very lucky. I mean, my grandparents are in their eighties and their existence is just miserable. So I don't think I even want to be that old. And given with like the health issues that I've had in my life, I don't think I'll ever be that old, but I'll probably have inflammation in my heart and shit. That'll wipe me out probably in my fifties or something like that. But I do not want to speak that into existence. So that is not going to happen. I'm going to live until I'm like 80 and I'm going to shit in a pan and I'm going to get sexual harassment complaints from the old folks home because I'm going to be like, oh, what's up, girl? You want to empty my shit pan? And then I'm just going to look at her cleavage because at that point, you know, the girls going to be like, oh, well, why can't I run around the old folks home with my tits out? The men shouldn't stare. I should be able to have my tits out and the men shouldn't stare. You know, that whole mentality. Um, I'm going to invent some pants where just like the bottom of my ball sack hangs out. And if anybody looks, I'm just going to be like, you shouldn't look. You pig. I should be able to wear what I want. It's like, no, you shouldn't be out here like groping women or touching any, like doing anything harmful to women. Like leave women alone, protect women. But also like understand that peeps is going to look. You know, you look cute when you leave the house. Why are you surprised when somebody looks? But this is like the most uh, oldest, dumbest, corniest, like fucking gamma male thing to talk about that people complain about because I don't care. I'm 6'2", funny, very charming, and I get bitches. Um, <laughs> uh, does that sound conceited? I don't care, dude. I love myself. I've worked way too hard on myself to act like I, I fucking hate myself like all these self-deprecating comics. Eat my balls. I'm not going to be a self-deprecating comic because I've done so much research on like self-improvement. I've read hours thousands of fucking pages and spend hours of listening to podcasts of just people smarter than me so I can cut the corners in life that are just going to cause me a lot of goddamn problems. And then when I get around these like self-deprecating comics, uh, I can't do it, dude. I can't hang around. Now I understand why women only fuck guys that get other girls. Like as soon as a girl sees a guy with a woman they they're okay. He's been vetted. I get, I understand. I don't hang out with dudes that don't get bitches anymore because that is the best gauge to know if some guy's a fucking weirdo or not. Like, I don't care if a dude has dude friends or not. I don't have dude friends. I don't like hanging out with guys. I really don't. I'd rather have just like a rotation of girls that I'm casually hanging out with 
And then I don't even care if they hook up with me or not. Like, I don't need your pussy. Like, it's cool if you do. If you don't, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. But I'd rather hang out with women than dudes. But so, like, the whole thing, oh, if the guy doesn't have guy friends, that's, I don't know, that's that's a weird thing to hold over somebody. Because all, all guys do. The only reason that most dudes hang out is to go and try to get girls together. But, you know, I don't know. I did. I went to San Antonio yesterday, and I went and hung out with my buddy Alan. And, uh, like, I didn't. It's kind of funny because I just went down there randomly. I went to some other spots. And then once I was in San Antonio, I remembered like, oh yeah, like one of my best friends lives out here. And so I hit him up and I went to his house and it felt so good to, you know, see him and his girl Mariah just to like, it felt so good to just see like my friends, you know, cause moving to a new city is great. And I love being on the go and I love meeting new people. And I'm always, I'm always kind of addicted to new, new, new. Um, that's why I, I don't see myself getting in a like serious relationship anytime soon or something like that. Just because I, I, I just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of a piece of shit. And, um, but it just felt so good to like feel a little close to home. And I know that sounds corny, but, um, yeah, it was just great. It just, it was really, really, really cool seeing those guys. And I'm kind of flirting with the idea of actually moving to San Antonio because I like Austin, but it's still kind of Seattle-ish and I still kind of feel like a crazy right winger out here, even though there's nothing conservative about me. Um, I just, there's still a lot of just nut jobs and I don't know, man. I don't think I'll ever be happy. I don't think anybody will ever be happy. That's why I'm trying to be happy. I'm just trying to be positive. That's why I went on my little spiel in the beginning because um, I really believe in the power of the subconscious. I really do. I think that is what connects us to the universe. And when people talk about God and like spiritual healing and like divine intervention and shit like that, I think it's just basically because your subconscious is in tune with the universe and it's working at all times. And like the shit that you feed your subconscious. I think it's kind of like, I don't really, I don't know if I really believe in the secret per se, but I do believe in the law of law of attraction because, um, that's kind of like with deja vu, you know, when you get deja vu, I know there's a scientific explanation for it, but sometimes I know for a fact that I've seen this before. If I've known this has happened before life is on this weird glitch loop, but, um, yeah, I, I just try to feed my subconscious positive thoughts and very, assertive thoughts like if something because I see these these motherfuckers walking on coals right so some guy can tell himself that oh these coals are not going to hurt on his feet because he's telling himself that uh, and then other people if, if you talk to successful people right if you talk to really rich people they say okay well I had a vision I had a vision and you just your subconscious just takes you there because your subconscious doesn't know your subconscious doesn't have a sense of humor you know what I'm saying? Your subconscious is doing all this shit, like all your digestion, making your heart pump, your liver work and all that. Your subconscious just does what it does. So if you tell yourself, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick, you're going to be sick because that's what you're feeding your subconscious. It has no sense of humor. Um, and so if you, it's like when you're riding a motorcycle. When you're riding a motorcycle, when you're going through a corner, you look where you want to go. And it's the weirdest effect because as soon as you look where you're racing a car is the same thing. Wherever you look, that's where your body goes. So it's the same thing with your thoughts and just kind of your life in general. Whatever you think about, like if you're looking in a direction, that's where you're going to go. That's how, I mean, look at if women hang out a bunch together, they all get on the same period or if a bunch of dudes start hanging out, they all get uh, boners at the same time for all I know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't hang out with dudes. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. But uh, yeah, so you just got to feed your subconscious positive thoughts, dude. And that's all I'm trying to do right now. And, uh, and not have expectations because as Macklemore said in that one song, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And I truly believe that, but 
it's more of and not so much expectations because I have expectations of myself and the people and circumstances that I put myself in. Uh, I'm like I'm like a one strike and out. Like I don't even I don't I don't leave any room for weirdness. As soon as I get a weird vibe from somebody, they're just automatically cut off. But um, being outcome dependent and uh, I'm trying to re- and just being negative. I'm trying to really shake that and just like any sort of resentment I've had. I just just let it go. I've just meditated that shit and like, um, yeah, I've just pushed all that shit out. So, I mean, I got, I got love for all y'all, man. I really do. Even, uh, I'm trying to think, who do I hate? Let's put somebody on blast. Who can I just not? Yeah, I don't, I don't hate anybody. Um, literally like every, if, if you're listening to this, if you and I have had beef at some point, like it's squashed, like we're good. I literally, I wish you well, and I mean that sincere. I don't care if we've gotten in a fist fight, if you kicked my ass, if you broke my heart, if you've done anything like that. Uh, I, it's all good, dude. It's all good. I hope you're well because I'm going to be well, and I know that because I keep feeding my... And I've seen the things happen. You know what I mean? And it's like as soon as I sit down to do my work, like something else happens. You know what I mean? I had to go force myself to write my book the other day. I was like, okay, well, let me let me go sit by the pool and do it. So I went and like sat on an umbrella, and I started typing. And within like two minutes... My, my phone, my phone beeps and I got booked for a stand-up show. And it's like just the power of doing what you're supposed to be doing and your subconscious, like I said, it's connected to the fucking universe, dude. It really, because that's like, if you're staring at somebody, right? If you stare at somebody for long enough, they could feel you staring at them. How do you explain that? What is that? There's something going on. Then they look back at you, right? So if you're constantly putting in your head the things you want, I mean, you can't just sit there like they call it uh, paralysis of analysis where you just kind of sit there and, you know, there's just these dreamers. Like, I don't like dreamers. I like doers. So, I mean, you got to do things that are going to get you towards your thing. But I also don't like busy people. Like, motherfuckers, I just like to stay busy. I'd rather stare at the ceiling than be busy. I like being productive. Like, you can be way more productive. Being busy is stupid. It's like I read that Tim Ferriss book too, the... uh, what is it called? The is it four hour work week? I forget. Uh, I forget what the book's called because I took the plastic cover off of it because I think it's embarrassing when people can see when you're reading in public. But uh, yeah, he just talks about like you go to work for eight hours and you basically only work 20 minutes. <laughs> it's so true. Um, but that's why everything else I do, I just try to. Um, yeah, just be as productive as possible and it just opens up the doors, dude. When you get your mind on where you want to go and then you do things that you're supposed to be doing and you know what you're supposed to be doing, uh, doors just kind of start opening. And Yeah, dude. It's a, it's a beautiful tang. It's a very beautiful tang. But yeah, I went and saw the Alamo. I don't know too much about the Alamo, to be honest with you. I think when this podcast is over, I'm going to go and uh, watch a movie about the Alamo because people seem very fascinated by what was going on and I was fascinated to see the actual structure because it's always cool seeing old shit. I really like history and just kind of, um, yeah, I just like history and seeing old shit is always cool to me, but San Antonio is a pretty cool city, except I didn't see a lot of water besides. Ironically, I spent most of my time at the river. Wauk. spent most of my time at the river. Wauk and, uh, found a little German place and shoved a bratwurst in my pasty face. That was awesome. But yeah, I'm kind of toying with the idea of um, moving out to San Antonio because I can always come back to Austin. 
you know what's coming back. Austin will always be there. And Austin's fun. Um, but tech, tech, dude, Texas is so fucking hot. <laughs> People warned me. People warned me. like, no, I like the heat. I'm just constantly dizzy, bro. And you know, you know, it's a big ripoff is health insurance. Did I talk about this already? I think I did talk about this already. I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. Yeah, I did talk about it. I talked about the whole health insurance thing. Like what a fucking ripoff. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm just constantly dizzy. And I think it's the heat. I drink nine of these LaCroix a day at least. Oh, we got so drunk yesterday. I've been feeling like shit. I'm surprised my brain is working at fucking all right now. Because really, I don't know how I got home this morning, to be honest with you, because I got home and uh, I instantly went back to bed for like four hours. Um, yeah, Alan's a little younger than me. I think, I think I'm like at least five years older than him or something like that. So that dude can still still drank like a dude in his 20s. I'm not. I'm old. I'm old and obsessed with like the subconscious and being positive. This motherfuckers out here still just uh, what was this boot? It's called like rumple stilts or some shit like that. It tastes like if tequila and fireball at the same time <laughs> or it tastes like a it tastes like a, a like a minty vodka. And it sounds gross, but it's actually kind of good. But it's weird because I have such a like different uh, connection with the drinks. Only ever, other time I've ever had it was a snow day. So in my brain, it's kind of like a, um, yeah, a, a cold thing. And I think it is. I think it's like a Christmassy drink, but I don't know. But we were just in the 90 degree heat, just slamming this shit. And um, at Little Woodrose. Little Woodrose is a cool bar. If you're in Texas, go to a Little Woodrose. Little Woodrows, you better pay me for that because I feel like this podcast is about to be really huge because I've reached the point where uh, I kind of dread doing it before I sit down. But then once I sit down, I start going. It's good. But then before I'm doing it, uh, I'm kind of dreading it where before I get like really giddy, like, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's podcast time. It's time to go. Um, I think now just because my I'm like idea spread thin before all I had was the podcast. So every every good idea I had to be like, oh, yeah, that's for the podcast. That's for the podcast. Now I have to like have all these different avenues that I'm burning ideas on, but I don't look at it as burning because I always feel like there's going to be more ideas like y'all can steal my old shit. I don't care. I used to care when people steal my memes. Now I don't give a fuck. You can have that shit. It's like Drizzy said, everything else in my life, once I've had it, you can fucking have it. I'm done with it. I did what I had to do with them. You can have the memes. That's like anything. Um, there's always going to be more. That's a, that's a big, like that's besides trying to be positive. That's a big thing that, uh, like having an abundance mindset, knowing that there's always going to be like, if I'm hanging out with some chick and she seems in any way, uh, I, I don't know. Like I haven't been doing anything. So I, I've just been kind of a dirt bag as far as that goes lately. But, uh, like friends, as soon as, like I said, it's, it's a one I forgive. I don't ever think anybody's purposely out to get me. I'm not walking around like, Oh, this victim, everybody wants to hurt me when they hurt me. I'm just going to walk away because fuck everybody. But I'm saying as soon as I get a weird vibe, it's just like I, I distance myself from people. And, um, just cause I know there's always going to be more like, or, or if a girl's girl gives me a weird vibe or just kind of seems off or something, you know, just instantly, oh, there's, there's a million of them uh, way more. There's fucking 3.5 billion of them. And same thing with jobs, with money. There's always money, always money to be made. Like I don't, I don't even like stress about money anymore. 
I just always know yeah, like money's always going to come in. I'm always going to be like, shit just always works out. I just always figure it the fuck out. dude. It's the weirdest thing. And then as soon as I, if yeah, I'm telling you, bro, if you can adopt that mindset where you just always, yeah, I mean, money's always going to work out. There's always going to be girls. I'm always going to have friends. I'm always going to have it just an abundance, you know, it's almost like being wasteful, <laughs> but you just got to get there mentally and shit just starts clicking and things make sense. Um, how long have we been talking now? It's only been 16 minutes. Well, that's okay. I never really wanted this podcast to be super long anyways. Um, I fucked up announcing base talk to be, be released on Monday. I have so many great interviews already and I got some like huge guests lined up and I'm really surprised. It's really cool to see like the fruits of your labor and seeing that I, I have access to these people now. Like it's fucking awesome. Like I, I have somebody. Yeah, I, I've been the time trying to get a guest right now and I, I don't want to start name dropping his own, but it, it's just cool. It's just it's it's very cool. And just that they even, you know, know who I am and want to come on my little fucking zoom calls. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. It's awesome. Makes me feel good. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did we just have a little sincere moment there? We did. But yeah, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel really good. Um, Cause I have dealt with a ton of rejection in my life and uh, yeah, it's given me some fucking thick skin and uh, yeah, it, those people, that's why I kind of, th- this sound, I don't mean this to be like a sexist thing. I feel, like, I feel like I trash women a lot and I don't mean to, but I feel like a really hot women. That's why they just kind of live in a fantasy world because they don't deal with rejection. And so when you don't get rejected, you don't really figure things out. You don't really sharpen that iron. You know what I mean? It's like after rejection of just getting pounded down and pounded down, you just get to a point where it's like, okay, you become undeniable. And so if you're somebody that's, and maybe this is for guys too. I mean, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to dudes, but if you're like this just super attractive person that never felt any sort of rejection in your life, that's where like these Karens and shit come from, you know? All of a sudden, everybody's kissing your ass, trying to fuck you for your whole life. Then you get old and disgusting and you never learned any skills and you're about as interesting as a coffee table. And then uh, you got to just do shit to bring attention upon yourself. Just like flip the fuck out on people and stuff because nobody gives a shit about you anymore. There's nothing interesting about you. And um, yeah, that's my advice to all the... uh, If you're a younger, hot woman listening to this, um, one, hit me up and two... Uh, just become interesting, you know, like do stuff, do stuff and work on your personality because them titties going to sag, bleh. and then when you're old, nobody's going to give a fuck and you're going to need a lot of Prozac, but it's okay. You know, <laughs> I've had this weird, uh, I told you guys I was taking some like antidepressants for uh, like my stomach issues. And I swear, as soon as I, this, these whole dizzy spells, I think I like fried my brain with these bitches because I just stopped taking them cold turkey and I think I had like really bad withdrawal syndromes and it made my anxiety super bad to where it's like, like I went through this span one time where I couldn't get a boner where every time like I, I went, I did some coke, I did some coke and then I lost my boner while having sex. And then the next time I was having sex, I was like, oh God, I hope I can get a boner and I wasn't able to get a boner. And this went on for like a week and um, you know, that was uh Shout out to homegirl for actually being really cool about that. She was very like loving and sweet throughout that. Um, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah. And so you just get in your head about things, right? 
And so I had this like really bad anxiety attack when I when I was either on or coming off of the antidepressants. And it was in public. I was at HEB and all of a sudden I'm in line and I just start like profusely sweating and, I, and I'm like shaking, trying to hold and put my card in the slot reader. Then so for a while, I've just been like nervous. Okay, when I go out and about, am I going to get dizzy and I'm out of this weird dizzy spell and have a panic attack and want to faint? And so then as soon as I think about it, and this is that fucking subconscious thing I was talking about, and then as soon as I think about it, then it starts happening. Then I got to be very like assertive with my inner voice and like calm my inner bitch and just tell him like, hey, little guy, like big me's taking over. Calm the fuck down. Settle down. Why are you nervous in a grocery store? What do you think is going to happen? But yeah, shit's weird, dude. But anyways, uh, we're going to wrap this bar up. I really appreciate you guys, like I said, and uh, shout out to all you angels being nice to your guys when they got limp dicks. And um, shout out to all the guys. Everybody, you know what we should all do? Everybody go do something. Go do something nice for your significant other. When's the last time you did that? When's the last time you did something completely random? You know, if you're a guy, just like bring a girl home some flowers. If you're a chick, give your guy a compliment. When's the last time you just, you know, looked at your boyfriend and you're just like, oh, I really, I just want to say I'm really proud of you. you. Do you know how far that'll go with him? It'll go very far with him. And I'm sure if you just, you know, women like shit. So if you just like bring your girl just for no fucking reason, just besides telling her, oh, just because I love you, just bring her some flowers or some little dumb gift or some shit like that. Um, let's all do that, dude. Let's keep it based, make the world a better place. And uh, I will talk to y'all motherfuckers later. Deuces. It's not me and you, it's not me and you You're reckless and you know it, they don't love you like I do Say you're moving on, well I guess that's just emotion I guess that's just emotion Oh, I guess that's just emotion Oh, I guess that's just emotion I guess that's just emotion Fuck to give. I've been moving state to state in my leather and my Tims like it's 1998. And my dog Chubby Chubb, that's my nigga front away on the east side of the city. That's where everybody stay. Seem like everybody calling cause they want me on their song. It's like every time I touch it, I can never do no wrong. When they need a favor from your man, they don't leave you alone. But I guess that's just emotion. And that phone doesn't ring when they got everything That's the motion Oh, I guess that's just the motion Oh, I guess that's just emotion Yeah Looking back on it, at least my pride is intact Cause we said no strings attached and I still got tied up in that Everything that I write is either for or about her So I'm with her even when I'm here without her And she know it, the girl that I wanna save is like a danger to my health Try being with somebody that wanna be somebody else I always thought she was perfect when she was being herself Don't even know how to help But I guess that's just emotion She'll probably come around soon as I settle down That's the motion Oh, I guess that's just the motion
That's just emotion